All right, welcome back to this podcast. If you live in North Texas and you hear the word Terrible Tuesday, most of you know what this is. Terrible Tuesday was a massive tornado outbreak that took place 42 years ago coming up. And today I'm joined with a good friend of mine. We've hunted a lot together. And about seven or eight years ago, we were on a a bow hunting trip. And my friend Terry Newland told me the story about the tornado at Wichita Falls, riding it out. So, Terry, can you... uh, can you tell me this story? Okay, well, it was April the 10th, 1979, about 10 minutes till 6. And uh, my brother and I and a buddy of mine lived with us, uh, got off work, and we were out in the yard playing with the dog. And Now, where did y'all live at, kind of in relationship to, to modern, like, psych center and all of that? Where did y'all okay, live? Okay, we lived... In Faith Village, it was, you turn off Southwest Parkway on Ray Road, and we lived on Cunningham. So we were right in the path of the tornado. Right. When I I pulled that up, uh, looked, and they had a tornado scale across there, and y'all were in the the F4 zone. Y'all were we in, were the, in ma- the heart of yeah, it. Yeah, max sustained winds. Okay, so y'all were, y'all were at home. So anyway, we were playing with the dog, and... Uh, we went in the house. I don't know, I guess it was about 5.30, and it came across TV that a tornado had been spotted at Memorial Stadium. And uh, I looked at my brother and my buddy, and I said, hey, guys, it's not very far from us as the crow flies. So, uh, and just about that time, we heard the sirens come on. And, man, it was loud and and. We all went outside to see what was going on, and the skies were dark, and my buddy took off and uh, had a wreck right there. We lived one house down from the corner, and he had a wreck, and we ran out to see if everybody's okay. Well, they both backed up, and one went one way, and one went the other way, so... <laughs> they did the worst thing you can do when yes. a tornado's come is... do not get in the car. And they wrecked. They didn't and make it a block down they the They wrecked, and backed up, got apart from each other, and one went one way and one went the other way. So anyway, I jumped up on the roof and got to watching this thing. And in the meantime, my brother had gone in the house. And growing up, we always was taught to raise all the windows in the house. And so he started raising all the windows. And the windows he couldn't raise, he took a broom handle and broke the windows out. (laughs) So, so but let's back up. When you say you're on the roof, you're not on the roof of your car. You're on the roof of the house. Uh, the house. Yes. Can you yes. see it at this point? Well, I looked back in the west, and there was just kind of big, dark, black-looking cloud. And and I got to watching it, and the little finger came out of it, and I thought, man, this fixing to happen. Well, that finger went up, and another finger came down, and there was two of them kind of dancing around a little bit. And the, they went back up in the cloud, and then three fingers came down. And dancing around with those three fingers, they just grew together. Oh, wow. And went to the ground. And it wasn't a, a funnel, really. It was a wall cloud. You know, less narrow at the bottom than the top, but here it came. And uh, 
I was hollering at my neighbors. You know, they were all neighborhood. Everybody was out in the yard, you know, looking at the skies. And well, anyway, I got screaming, hollering at them that it's on the ground, it's happening. And uh, so anyway, I, I was watching it, and I was going to try to watch it as long as I could. And debris on each side of it, it was brown. You could see dust and debris, poles, wood. It was just unbelievable. And it hit a power line with a transformer on it, and you'd see fire up in the sky. Oh, wow. It was really neat. I, I wish I'd had a camera, but... Yeah, back way back before the iPhones yeah, or anything yeah, like that. Nothing like that. So anyway, I stood there until I just had to get off the roof. And one of the strangest things, when I went to jump off the roof, I landed real light, just like somebody picked me up and laid me on the ground. Oh, darn. It was just... Like no gravity or something. Yeah, and I couldn't figure it out. Now, how at this point... How how many blocks or how many miles? How far away do you think the was it from you at that time? Well, it wasn't far because I jumped off the house and my brother and I went in the house and in the hall closet right then that quick, and the house started shaking and I thought, oh man, this this isn't good, you know. And we got in the closet in the end of the hall and had louver doors on it. And both of us grabbed those louvers with their fingers was holding the door shut as hard as we could. And man, it was unbelievably loud. Everybody talks about train whistles. Well, it wasn't a train whistle to me. It was loud, roaring. I mean loud. You couldn't hardly hear each other. And uh, of course, my brother died. Man, we were praying, praying out loud yeah, and hard sure. and fast. Yeah. Well, anyway it got to where we couldn't hold the doors. It sucked the doors out of her hands. Oh, no. And we're sitting in there, and I looked down the hall, and my dog his came in the house, and I looked in the living room, and furniture was flopping all around him, just rolling around the floor and upside down. And so I said, well, I'm going to get my dog. And I went, I started out of the closet, and the bedroom door on my right side slammed shut so hard that the knob came off and stuck in the wall on the other side. It shot across the... Across the little old hallway. Golly. And uh, anyway, I said, well, the dog's on his own. So I get <laughs> back in You decided that yeah. maybe he wanted to go back and... Yeah, and he stood there. So we get back, we're in the closet, the house is shaking, and we looked at each other and said, "It's we're fixing to lose house. I mean, you could feel the whole house shaking. Don't know how long it lasted. Seemed like eternity. It just kept going, kept going. And uh, after it was over, we kind of looked at each other and thought, man, and it just got quiet. We went outside, and it was still cloudy and wind blowing a little bit, and it started hailing, probably marble-sized hail, and covered the ground in hail. And then the sun came out, and it was as pretty an evening as you ever seen. With total destruction all around Total you. destruction. Anyway, when we came out of the house, we looked around the neighborhood, and our house was the only house standing. I think that prayer, those prayers yes. must have done some, yes. done some good. Yes. Uh, 
Now, how old were y'all at this time? Y'all were were y'all working up there? Or did y'all? I was going to college and working. Okay. And my brother was working, and uh, for James Lane. And uh, anyway, what was funny after it held, the sun came out, and I looked back over in the east where the cloud. You could see the cloud. You couldn't see the tornado, but it was a dark cloud still moving. And looked back and seen the prettiest rainbow I believe I'd ever seen. Really? And uh, so anyway, we started going around. My brother and I started going around, pulling people out of houses. And that, we were, I'm going to say 21, 20, 21 years old. Right. And uh, started pulling people out of houses. And, and so... After we got people out of the houses and we went back to our house and I told my brother, I said, man, we need to get to know Kona to let her parents know because back then there's no cell yeah, phones, yeah, no, totally no, different. no phone communication of any kind. So we looked around, his car, all the windows were beat out of it, flat <laughs> tires, and I said, well, we can't take it. And we looked at my car and I had a windshield in the back window. And all the side windows were beat out of it. And uh, so I get in my car, and there's nails, wood, and stuff stuck in the dash of the car and in the seat, behind the seat. I could have been hit with a pipe bomb or something like that. So I take off to Nocona. And driving over boards, debris, it's just unbelievable. And I got myself to Southwest Parkway, and I, I couldn't tell where I was going. All my landmarks were gone. And I knew what direction I had to go to get to Southwest Parkway. And it and instantly it looked totally different. Oh yes, it it was just unreal. So I drive to Nocona, tell my parents everybody's okay, and and my brother stayed up there. And uh, he had a shotgun. I said, "Don't let anybody in the house because it's going to be bad. Our house on one standing, a lot of be looting." Right. And so anyway, I go to Nocona, and uh, I start back to Wichita Falls, and they had roadblocks set up, and they weren't going to let me in. And I said, look, my car is beat up. I was in the tornado. I drove to Nocona, let her parents know we're okay, and uh, they wouldn't move the roadblock. And I told them, I said, well, I'm fixing to move it for you. <laughs> So I just put it in gear and ran through the <laughs> roadblock and went to our house and like to never found her house. Wow. And finally found the house. And by this time, it's dark. And uh, our front door, we had to kind of prop it up, wedge it up. The back door was gone. And some of the porch was gone. Well, anyway, I walk in the house and my brother hears the door open and uh, if you've never heard a shotgun click, it's a pretty loud noise. And he took me to the floor thinking it was a looter. Oh, and then God. I got screaming and hollering at him. So so you you survived a F4 tornado and nearly got took out by your own brother. My own brother. So After, after the tornado. And, well, uh, you're talking about the damage your house was pretty fortunate. What, was your house brick house, or was it just... No, it was a frame siding house. But the next morning, well, we were sitting on the bed that night and felt a 
a draft and we pulled the uh, mattresses apart and there was a, a limb drove through the house and between the mattresses. Holy cow. And so the next morning we got looking at the house and it sucked the nails out of the sheetrock in the hall in some of the bedrooms. The head of the nails was sticking past the Holy sheetrock. Holy cow. And uh, like I say, the house, you know, it broke some windows and we lost front por or front door and back door. Did you talked about your dog? Your dog was on your well, on his own. Did he survive? He survived. He was scared to death. Wouldn't come to anybody. Would, oh, you man. know? Yeah. But, but yeah, he he made it just fine. And you're talking about your your buddies that that took off in before the storm came. Did they survive and make it, or where well, did they? Well, no. He took off down Southwest Parkway, and the tornado was catching him, and he got under a culvert. And water got coming in the culvert, and they had to get out of it. And there was a gentleman that was killed. A car blew over him and killed this guy. Holy cow. Not my not, buddy. Not your buddy, Not though. my buddy, no. Wow. And it, it was just a pretty bad experience. Well, uh, I, our former superintendent up here, uh, David Freeman, he's the same age as me. And we were, I think we were about five years old at the time. And he, I remember him telling me the story of him and his sister sitting in the back seat of their car going down uh, maybe camp, leaving Sykes Center behind and looking in the back window and watching Sykes Center, watching the storm, you know, come up over it and do a lot of damage on it. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, the day, what was the day like leading up to it? I mean, Well, was the it... day, and that's something else I remember, is I was, I'd gone to college till noon. And then I was working at Bailey Meissner Plumbing Hotel Company. And I was riding motorcycle to work. And I noticed it was just a yucky day. It was humid. It was calm. Yeah. Kind of cloudy, humid. Wind wasn't blowing much. And it was just humid. And I remember get, when we got off work, the skies were red, just kind of a different color, yeah. just kind of yucky day. I can remember that even as a... Even as a little kid, uh, how the to me, I thought the wind at Nakona was was blowing earlier in the day, and I could remember how the sky had that yucky. It you just, know, it wasn't a blue bluebird yes. pretty day. But what what's weird is after it, I guess that storm flushed all the all the you know debris out because you said it was just as calm and pretty after the storm. You know, after it blew through. Uh, that's just amazing. And I don't know if I told you, but after the sun came out and we seen the rainbow, birds were up in the tree chirping, and my brother looked at me and said, man, those are tough birds, reckon <laughs> where they were, <laughs> you know. It makes you, I mean, it really But makes, really, yeah. where were the birds? Yeah. And the, the sights that we seen were just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and all in told, I think uh, we said it was an F4 tornado, and just the Wichita Falls, Falls tornado alone killed 42 people. And uh, that whole, uh, I think they call it the North Texas tornado outbreak, I think it killed like 65 people. And it started in Kroll, uh, Vernon, and maybe hit by, these are different tornadoes hit, hit these different areas, but uh, 65 people over the course of a uh, 24-hour period lost their lives. So it's really really something to
to, to think about and remember, especially, you know, if you were there and remember it. And uh, uh, reflecting back on anything else that just, you know, when when the weather gets bad now, do you, do you? Oh, I do, yes. You watch it a little bit yes. closer than somebody yes. that maybe that didn't live in Wichita yes. at that time, yeah. I think that's kind I of. I take the, a lot more precautions. Right. And, uh. Now, do you have a storm cellar at your house? Yes, I do. Yes, so do I. My wife will not go in it, and I said, if you sat through what I did, you wouldn't <laughs> mind going in it. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, that's the story of uh, Terry Newland's experience riding out the Wichita Falls tornado. And like I said, Terry, I can't thank you enough for coming up here and sharing this story. Uh, I, I hope to have a... a kind of get a few of these out every few weeks or so and because there's some stories that I've been been told as growing up that that I think should be shared and everybody in in the area should be able to hear these and I want to thank Terry again for coming in and, and sharing the story with me and uh, maybe we can get him up here again and tell some other stories because between the two of us, we've got some pretty good experiences. <laughs> got a good rattlesnake story, yes, don't we? Yes, we do have a good rattlesnake story, and that's gonna, that may need to be on the next one. So thank you for tuning in, and we'll have another podcast coming up in the future.